Hey, it's the Rye Man coming to another Broncos Country Blitz. George Patton, new GM, Vic Fangio had their presser before we get into free agency and also getting closer to the draft. And I took away a few interesting takes from today's press conference. I'm sure everyone looked at it a little differently. But let's go. I'm actually going to go to Vic Fangio first and then come back to George Patton. Reason why I think George Patton's the more interesting guy in the room right now just from the standpoint of it's not John Elway up there anymore. It's a different philosophy. So let's go over to Vic Fangio first, the head coach. You know, I like the way he approaches his players. First thing I took from his part of the presser, when someone commented they may be looking for a cornerback in the first round, he didn't flinch on that. When they said, are you guys looking defense this year? He didn't flinch on that. And I really like the way he approached the answers to what type of player you're looking for. He doesn't want to pigeonhole himself. He takes the best defensive player that's out there, regardless of size. And he kind of commented, he goes, yeah, you know what? There are people that want a six-foot cornerback. But guess what? If I see a guy that's shorter than that, plays great, I'm going to take the guy. Really like the way he approaches his players. And we saw it this last year. Our defense was decimated. And they still came out and played tough the entire season. They were decimated. They had no business playing as well as they did sometimes. And that's a credit to Fangio. And I watch him, and I know everyone has a different opinion about him, but I watch him and I kind of go, you know, Kyle Shanahan, when he was struggling in San Francisco and obviously struggled again this year, and you hear the rumblings around the league that even though the Niners are struggling, Shanahan is still considered a better coach than coaches on other teams. I don't know. I listen to Fangio's philosophy, and I kind of go, you know, I wonder if that's the popular opinion about him around the league. Is he's better than the Broncos record shows right now? I just like his football answers. And I know he's a little old school, and I know people want the high-flying coaches and stuff like that. But you know what? I don't know. I The way he talks, we'll see what happens after this season. We'll see if we continue. I know I know. You know, Broncos country is a short leash on head coaches if you don't start doing well fairly quickly. But he just seems to have the right football answers. And yeah, he's not as flashy as some other coaches, but some of those flashy coaches have gone really high and then have gone really low. So we'll see. The other thing I take from what he said, Drew Locke, let's go to the quarterback position. You know, said he's going to look to improve on every position on the team. That's always a standard answer with Fangio. But I like what he said about Drew Locke. Has to improve. Basically said he hasn't proven anything. He sees the potentials there and he expects him to get better. But I thought the other part that was so interesting on what Fangio said, hopefully Drew can get to that point where the other great quarterbacks that the Broncos are used to Hopefully he can get to that point or that echelon to where at least he can be in the conversation. So clearly they're wanting to see a huge jump if he is indeed the Broncos starter in week one for the 2021 season. Now let's move over to George Patton. He's the more interesting one. Because let's face it, he doesn't do the press conferences like John Elway. I mean, he's got his standard responses and stuff like Elway. Let's go over the players that they they talked about, whether he's bringing back or not. Had a few comments on Von Miller. 
what I took from his comments on Von Miller, if the price is right and the domestic issues don't result in games missed for 2021, they're very interested in bringing him back. That's what I took from his comments. Basically, we'd love to have him in Broncos uniform, but the chips have got to fall right. Philip Lindsay, they're going to put a tender on him. I was interested in kind of the way he responded to Philip Lindsay, though. I didn't get this warm and fuzzy. I got more, hey, he was injured last year. He's got drive. You've heard the injury bug so many times attached to Philip Lindsay. George said they want him back, but I didn't get the warm and fuzzy like we're going to go all out for him or we're really looking at the long-term deal yet. Pretty interesting. Kareem Jackson, I heard more about leadership than anything else. They'd love to bring him back for his leadership. I could see us moving on from him based on what Patton said during the presser. That's just the feeling I got. I was a little surprised they're going to tender Tim Patrick. Yes, he did a great job last year, but, man, we have such a young wide receiver room. We have Sutton coming back. It's a crowded wide receiver room. Maybe they're going to tender Patrick, hopefully trade him during the draft or do something else with him. Alexander Johnson, that's a no-brainer. They're going to tender him. Obviously, we're going to be bringing him back. Shelby Harris, they want back. He didn't say much else about that. I don't know. We have so many needs. I almost feel like Shelby Harris is that one piece. If we can really find a way to make it work, great. If not, may not may not work out. Just may not work out. Shelby may not be back. The other thing, I already mentioned the Philip Lindsay, them tendering him, bringing him back, I didn't get a warm and fuzzy. I didn't get a warm and fuzzy about Melvin Gordon either. I mean, Patton said they like him as a player. Let's see how his legal issues from his DUI work out. That's all he said, though. Likes him as a player. I don't know. I've got this wild idea. Okay, how I mentioned, and I've used the segments. I haven't done many lately, but the cooler crazy. The impression I got, maybe one or both will be back still on the roster for week one in 2021. I almost got the feeling that Patton kind of gave me the impression he could clear out Philip Lindsay and Melvin Gordon and bring in someone else or draft someone else. That is really the impression I got from the press conference. I did not get the warm and fuzzy on the running back room. And really, I mean, it was streaky last year. Let's be honest. It was streaky. Yeah, some of that was because of the O-line, but it was very streaky, and maybe that's what he's looking at. I mean, look where he came from. He came from Minnesota where, yeah, they've been up and down, but one thing they were pretty darn consistent on over the years is running back play and getting consistent yardage. Now let's go to Justin Simmons. Clearly he's staying here. Clearly they want the long-term deal. I didn't get the impression from Pat and they want to use the franchise tag at all. They want to get Simmons signed. They want to get this deal done. I think this is a big test for George Patton. I think he needs to get Simmons signed to a long-term deal, especially with what he said today. Okay, if that's how you feel about the guy, we brought you in to bring the culture back to what we're used to, kind of give a change of pace, but I think this is your first big assignment. Get Simmons signed, pay the man, get him under contract, and we can let the other pieces fall from there. So, the other thing that we need to, of course, dive into that I already mentioned on Vic Fangio's presser is Drew Locke 
George Patton sees he wants to be great. He has all the traits they're looking for in a cornerback. Drew Locke is there every day in the quarterback room looking at the film. I, I took, like I just said, he has all the traits they're looking for in a quarterback. He was very generalized in his response. And I think it goes back to what Fangio said during his piece. He has a lot to prove. He really hasn't proven anything. And I think it goes back to whether you like Drew Locke or whether you don't. It's all about wins in this league. We took a step back in the win column last year. And Drew Locke didn't take the jump that a lot of people wanted last year. I know it was an odd year. It was COVID, all that. I keep all of that in mind as well. But really, I took that. I took from George Patton that, yeah, we need to see a huge leap. He sees the dedication. He sees the commitment. But it's got to show on the field. And he even said that. He said, I have not been able to see him live, see his decision-making, see his accuracy, see his interaction with teammates enough. But I, did you notice? Did you notice when they asked him about Stafford? And they didn't say, did you try that? They said, you kicked the tires on Stafford or however they put it. He smirked. He didn't hold the – that was not a good poker face there, Patton. Clearly, you kicked the tires pretty hard on Stafford. It didn't work out. And then when they brought up Deshaun Watson, he kind of gave the general answer. He'll be aggressive in all options out there, dig into all possibilities and all positions. But clearly, clearly, I think the message to Drew Locke should be, you're going to get the chance to prove you're the guy this year if we can't make one of these other deals work out. And I don't think Patton's a guy that will give up the farm. So, I mean, I can see Locke under center in 2021 to this point. It's still looking that way right now. I didn't get the impression from Patton he's going to trade the farm for Deshaun Watson. But it is interesting, the smirk when someone mentions Stafford. Clearly, while he has confidence in Drew Locke, he doesn't know him. It's not his guy. He doesn't have it to the point where he wasn't going to go try to do other things with the quarterback position. And that smirk, I think, told us everything we needed to know about where the Broncos quarterback room stands right now. I could see if they don't get Sean Watson and bringing in a veteran, though, like a Fitzpatrick or something, some Fitz magic. We'll see. And the other thing I like that he said is basically if someone's not a fit, it isn't working out, they know they're not going to keep them. They're going to release them right away. I like that. Why? Why keep the elephant in the room? Just get it done. Move on. Kind of mentioning with Boye and Casey. You know what? New one going to work out. Let's get them out there. Give them the opportunity to move on. So overall, let's go over. Kind of now that I've mentioned Patton, everything he said, Fangio. Fangio, of course, is a little more brief. Overall, Drew still has a chance to be the guy. But the slow development, has, in part, has caused the tire kicking on the other quarterbacks out there. They either went off their teams or were available via trade or maybe available draft day. Clearly, the slow development, I know I've made the Josh Allen comparison, that was okay for Buffalo. Clearly, that's not okay for Denver, taking that amount of time. They're going to take the best player in the draft. This is going to be their philosophy with Patton and Fangio working together. They're not going to reach in the draft, is the impression I got. They're going to build the team through the draft. 
And the way I look at that, I really get the impression from Pat, and I know he came from an NFC North team, but I don't really look at it like the Vikings. I look at it from in terms of the Packers. I think he really wants to build something in terms of what the Packers have. A lot of it's home homegrown, and then they go get a few pieces. Both of them said the same thing. They will look at two or three key free agents for specific holes. So clearly this could be a homegrown team. And it was interesting after the presser. I, I had to watch it kind of after it was done. But it gave me a chance to read a few comments. And everyone said, oh, you know, Denver's tanking in 2021. I didn't get that impression. Where the hell do you get off getting that impression? The change in philosophy means they're tanking? It's interesting. I actually think the way they're approaching it is what we needed. You know, the flashes in the pan worked when we had Peyton Manning. It clearly stopped working once Peyton Manning retired. Did not work out. We missed on the quarterback enough times. We will see about Drew Locke. You know, the philosophy of being homegrown and making your picks in free agency, I think that's what we need to get back to. And I'm excited that that's the direction we're heading. So let's see what happens as we get here into free agency. Let's see if we can get that Simmons deal done. And let's see what we go in the draft. Based on the presser today, I unless a quarterback just drops to us that they are just enamored with, I think we're going defense in the first round. I think we're going defense in the second round. I could see us going offensive line. And I think we're going to go linebacker somewhere. I, you know, I, and obviously the first two rounds, like I mentioned, going defense. What I mean is, as specifically, I think we're going to go after cornerbacks. I mean, they both said there's a few out there in free agency, but I didn't get, I didn't get the feeling that they, at least to, on from today, they have anyone targeted in free agency. So I could see those defensive picks being cornerback and cornerback back to back. Yeah, it's interesting. That's how I take today's presser. I'm sure. You listening, everyone took it a little differently today. I've already read some other, like I said, I've already read some other people's reactions, and it is completely polar opposite of what I saw today. So very interesting. The off the off season is heating up. Let's see what happens as we start to move through March, get into that spring weather, and get into free agency, get closer to the draft. It's going to be interesting with a new face in that GM seat and George Patton. Till next time, this is Ryan Man with the Broncos Country Blitz. (laughs) 